to check out both shows. We stream live on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday starting at noon Pacific Standard Time. And uh, that's when Paul's show goes on. And then let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube if you enjoy it. You can listen to us live at 2 o'clock. Or you can follow our podcast by our acronym, Get Out a Pencil, we'll wait, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we'll be here uh, next Sunday. So we want to thank you for being uh, still listening to our show. We want to thank Paul Brumbaugh's uh, audience for letting us uh, do our show on his time slot. And thank you, Paul, for that. And he'll be back next week. And uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast on LWLFM, we'll be back next week as well with a new movie. Carl, thank you so much. Carl, nothing thank worse you. in the studio. Can you play us out? And then yeah, we'll just go yeah. randomly uh, into the feed. Let's watch Paul, The Edge of Insanity, with Paul Brumba on MutinyRadio.fm. L-W-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-M-L-O-Y-T movie on... Uh, All right, thank you, Carl. The Edge of Insanity, Michael Spiegelman. Thanks, Carl. Bye. Bye. Cultural reference exists in the cultural zeitgeist of america but it's like kind of from a commercial before all of us were born yeah rock and roll only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m until 2 a.m monday through thursday friday saturday sunday two to two Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Are you motherfuckers ready for the Rad Show? Rad! Yes, it is real ass dudes, real dudes all the time here. I am so excited to bring up your host right now out of Portland. Put your hands together for Daniel Degris. All right, thank you, Mutiny. Welcome to Rad, real ass dudes. Um, so, does anybody here, um, I'm going to bring up a real ass dude problem that I have. Um, does anybody here pee wrong? You guys know? Not even a little? All right. So I think, okay, so I just turned 32 recently, and uh, I think I've been peeing wrong. Um, my aim is true. This isn't the problem. It's, um, it's the shake. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah. It's kind of personal. So, so I was, I was, I was potty trained by my, my uh, babysitter. Her name's Barbie. She's wonderful. Um, she just threw some Fruit Loops in the toilet and said, sink them. And it was just a blur after that. And I, I swear nobody showed me. So, so what I do is like, I just like shake it violently. And then, uh, I mean, if you, if you ever like put away a garden hose, it's just like it's off, but it's not, you know, just keeps going. Um, 
But anyway, so like just I just shake it and then I like slap it like a slap bracelet, just like, but against my pants. It's more of a formality, but it feels like it's done. I know. I know this is a little gross, but it's also kind of a cry for help. Um, yeah. I don't know. Somebody listening is going to be like, you know, maybe I've been doing it wrong too. And they're going to try it. But um, I don't know. I think, and someone might ask, be like, is that, doesn't that hurt? It's like, no, it can take a beating. It's the balls you got to protect. And like, I've done it. Like, I realized this because I did that when I wasn't wearing pants and it just clocked myself right in the nuts. It hurts so much. Anyway. So no one else. That's good to know. Um, there's a few numbers I learned recently. They're just crazy. Uh, so Porno Hub said that when, uh, when men search for porn, 16% uh, of the time, it's for incest porn. Right? What the fuck, guys? Now, all right, so but when women, when women search for porn, 9% of the time, it's for incest porn. And that's kind of hot. And it's not the incest porn. That get, I think it's just like a horny lady with a search term. It's just, all right, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, the other, oh, so um, Google was interesting, too. They, um, between the, the, the binary, men and women genders, um, one of the two genders searches for how to best perform oral sex more than the other one. You guys want to take a guess, men or women? Really? That's so great. No, it is women. It is by far women. Um, they're better people. Like, they're just, they're trying. Um, and, like, almost to prove it, like, men are searching for those terms. But, like, the, at the highest rate, it's how to perform it on themselves. So they're just trying to, like, take the women out of the situation. I want to see, like, a husband who got caught and is just like, I know what I like. I just don't know how. Um... I have a final number I want to bring up, uh, which is, uh, did you know that 70% of your sperm, men, I guess, um, the 70% of your sperm is there just to fight other guys' sperm? That's a lot. That is, that's clearly evolution reminding us that monogamy is difficult. But 70, like how jealous you got to be if s only 30% are trying to knock up your girlfriend, but 70% are just throwing open closet doors and looking under beds like, where the fuck is he? Like, I don't know, like, it makes me wonder if that's where, like, macho dudes come from. Like, one of the fighting ones accidentally did the insemination. Now it's really confused. But still swinging. Because, like, I don't know, it's just on each other all the time. Trying to prove it. Like, I feel like it'd be great if there was something we could have them do, and they would just know who's the alpha, and they could just chill out for a while. You know, just be a person. Watch Netflix. Impossible, you say. That would take years of heavy petting, you say. I don't think it has to. I think what's happening is that their sperm really still wants to punch each other in the face. And we should let it. Like, on ESPN, these guys can put their shirts back on and unleash their boys, and we will see who comes out on top. Because fucking, we've, we've seen men fight. But to semen fight? Oh. All right. If, I don't know. If you, can, if you lift, bro, you can beat a man. But beat off with a man, you might be a legend. Like, all right, are you guys ready for some real ass dudes? Let's make it even louder for the radio. Real ass dudes, come on. All right. Our first real ass dude coming from Portland, Oregon is the great 
Brian Bixby. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a real ass dude. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I have the beer gut to prove it. Look at me. I too am, uh, I watch incest porn, sure, why not? It's, it's nothing sexual though, it's just to fulfill my fantasy of being from a different family. <laughs> like that's, that's what I really want. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. Um, we, had a, we had a saying in Wisconsin, it goes, um, fuck, I live in Wisconsin, Ugh, this place sucks. <laughs> It's terrible. A lot of pedophiles in a small town. A lot of pedophiles. <laughs> All kinds. Uh, I even knew about a pedophile in a wheelchair. Yeah, a wheelchair. How did he do it? Dress up as a race car bed? Like how do you? How do you work that out? Ha! I like that over there. <laughs> That's the equivalent of a gong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that chokes fire. <laughs> I like uh, I like psychedelic drugs. Yay! <laughs> I like them. Uh, magic mushrooms. Yeah. Sounds like you have to know a wizard. Like, uh, <laughs> conjure me some mushrooms. Read about them in Harry Potter and the Breathing Wall. That's. I like them. Every time you take mushrooms, it's an enlightening experience. Like, uh, last time I took them, I spent four hours just staring at a wall. That's all I did. And then I realized they were shiitake mushrooms, and I'm just a boring person. Like, uh, it's my big realization. I, uh, I think about the apocalypse a lot. I do. And what I think is, I'm going to die <laughs> real fast. I'm not gonna live, I'm not supposed to. What's the last movie you saw where the survivors are like an ex-marine, some hot chick, and a fat, cowardly ginger? Like, yeah. Walking through some zombie town, smearing on sunscreen, like, how far is it? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I've always been fat, uh, always. I was a fat kid. Uh, my my mom always tried telling people, oh, it's just baby fat. That's all, just a little baby fat. And they'd be like, oh, wow, really? How many babies did he eat? Because of a fat kid, ma'am. <laughs> do, uh, I, uh, I remember the, yeah, I, I do blame it on my dad. Uh, he raised me and he let me eat whatever I wanted, which for an eight-year-old who's already fat is like pizza, mac and cheese. Like He let me eat anything. He's like, oh, what could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? That's when I shake my tits in his face. Like, well, you can motorboat your son. That might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Here's what I do. Sometimes, sometimes I like to squeeze my fat tits together and I jizz on them. That's what I do. I come on my gooey man tits, and then that makes it okay that I have them. <laughs> because the sad part about man tits is that they have no purpose. But mine saved me from coming in my face, so 
pretty useful rack I got. It is like uh I remember uh I remember the last time I saw my great grandmother alive. Uh she said to me, she said, Brian, you're getting too fat. And then she died right there. I was <laughs> so sad. I was so fat she had a heart attack. <laughs> That's what happened. Sad. <laughs> I do uh I don't know. I uh I I moved to Portland two years ago. Uh, that's the first place that I learned about the World Naked Bike Ride. I'll never do that. Uh, I'm just not trying to find out if my ass can deep throw a bike seat. Like, you know, I'm not interested in that. I'm out of shape, like I said, I can't do it. I, uh, I hate people that are in shape, really. <laughs> fuck you. If you, if you have abs right now, fuck you, okay? Like, I totally get why joggers are always getting murdered. Like, because, fuck them. Fuck. Look at me, I'm being healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, what you get. I used to have friends that like to hike, like up hills and shit. Like, uh, like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not, if I'm walking to the middle of nowhere, you better be killing me, because I'm not walking back. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Here's how out of shape I am. Uh, the other night, I was fucking. Yeah, uh, you gotta believe the premise. Come with me on this, please. Come with me. I was fucking, and uh, at a certain point, I had to fake an orgasm because I was just winded. Like I was so tired, I was just breathing, holding my side. <laughs> And then I just made a face like, oh, and then I got to, I'm done. I, I wish I knew that in high school gym class. Like, oh, if I just pretend to come, I can stop running laps. Like, would have been so useful. <laughs> yeah. That's just me, though. I'm just a uh, big old fat. Bad. I'm a bad fuck. I'm terrible. I hump like I'm trying to move a washing machine by myself. Like, just, <laughs> you ever just move like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, baby, I call this two men in a truck. That's what I call it. I'm sorry I humped at you. Uh, nobody deserves that treatment. <laughs> uh, beautiful. But, you know, women, women can have multiple orgasms. Yeah, uh, I know because I read. Uh, that's why. Not me, I'm done after two. <laughs> I'm out of come. It still twitches, but I'm just ejaculating wishes at that point. Like that's all that's all I have left. Uh, yeah, it's uh I don't know, yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. I uh I used to uh, I used to date this girl who always called me daddy. She would call me daddy, which is uh it's sexy. It can be sexy. But one time she went over the line, right? Like I'm walking into the bedroom. She's like, oh, daddy, what are you doing in your daughter's bed? Um, leaving, actually. I'm just about to walk out. Just like your real dad. What do you know? Uh, what do you know? I, um, my penis, uh, it's not that long, okay? It's not. It's not, but 
but let me tell you, it is not that big around either, so don't get excited. Never call it a cock. Can't do that. Cocks have veins. I didn't even know they penises had veins for like till three years ago. Like they have big veins. Like that's the thing about a cock. It looks like an angry dad. Like it's like it's mad you broke a window. Just like it's it looks so angry. I don't have that. I prefer wee wee. That's what I have. Okay, just a wee wee. Here's what I think happened to it. I think it's small because I sleep on it. That's it. I think it's supposed to grow at night, but I'm just smashing it down every night. I wake up and it looks like grass where a car has been parked for a year. Like it's, it's not a good dick. This is sad. But you should want to fuck me. Uh, should really want to uh, because I bring snacks. Okay. I show up for for sex like a little league mom, like. Like, I got trail mix, I got Gatorades, and no matter how this ends, we're all getting pizza, okay? That's a rule. I'm Brian Bixby. Thanks a lot, everybody. Y'all can see me now because you don't see what's the eye. You perceive what's your mind. That's the end. So I'm going to stick around. Keep it going for Brian Bixby. Man, yeah, you should want to fuck him. Come on. Like, he, if I heard that right, his dick grants, grants wishes after he comes twice. So, like, everybody wins, I think. Are you ready for the next comic? Yay! All right, also from Portland, Oregon, give it up for the amazing Pedro Andrede. Good up for Daniel, yo. Hell yeah. How's everybody doing? It's late and shit. I don't know what the what, what it is here, but I was driving by a school zone, and uh, I'm from Portland, and uh, I don't know what it is here, but uh, I got to thinking... Like, who decided 20 miles an hour is the appropriate speed to hit a kid with your car? <laughs> That's how we're doing it. <laughs> I'm, uh, sometimes there, sometimes during sex, women will ask me to talk dirty to them in Spanish, you know. They like it Telemundo style. I don't, I, I don't mind doing it, but then they look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them to talk dirty to me in the King's English. I'm saying, man, like, you know, some, won't even, some of them won't even watch Downtown Abbey with me whilst we fornicate. It's unjust. It's unjust. It's unjust. <laughs> I know at least like one person here is like, hey, somebody tell Pablo it's Downton Abbey, not uh, Downtown Abbey. Not on Pornhub. Not on Pornhub. They changed the names because of copyrights and shit like that. I suppose is what I heard. All right. <laughs> All right. So what else is going on? I was on a date the other day, and like you know, I sometimes I I date white women, and uh, but I knew it wasn't gonna work out, though, man, because I saw that she had like her son's name tattooed on the back of her of her neck. And I mean, I don't know anybody else, but the last thing I want to read when I'm making passionate love to my partner is the name Colton. <laughs> I mean, Brian, maybe. R Rodrigo, fuck it, let's do Rodrigo, but not Colton. 
Never Colton. I don't know. Last 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 woman I dated, like, you know, she was really nice, really kind, really thoughtful too. Like she, you know, like um, she uh, like you know, we did nice things for each other. Like she, she liked you know the arts or whatever and Italian food. So I took her on a nice date. You know what I mean? Went to a play and had a nice dinner. And then you know she, like I said, she's really thoughtful. Like she found out I love hip hop music, really do '90s hip hop. And next thing you know, we were getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. I shouldn't have did that one, I know. <laughs> I was like, baby, aren't you where we're going to get caught? She's like, nah, fuck the police. Hey, whatever. <laughs> they shouldn't have let us smoke weed in this motherfucker. You know? so, they shouldn't have let us smoke weed. Smoking weed is dope, though, like fucking, right? Like, it's a lot of fun. Like, I was thinking the other day, like, you know, people smoke weed out of, like, a lot of things, right? Like, people smoke weed out of apples. I know when I was, like, people smoke weed out of, what, fucking cans and shit. When I was young, dudes would go to jail, and they come back out, and they'd be like, yeah, in there we roll joints out of Bible paper. The craziest things you guys smoke weed out of. For me, it was a meth pipe. <laughs> Gently used. Use me brandy. <laughs> Grab him by the pussy, right? Steve Bannon sucks his own cock. I moved on her like a bitch. Is this a presidency or a too short record? What the fuck is going on? Hey, no, remember like not too long ago, the politicians would like be all critical and judgmental of artists, especially rappers, right? For like how they use explicit lyrics and whatnot. But not even like the rappers are like, yo, chill, son. My kids are watching the news, yo. Fucking crazy. America's reached the point, keep it real, where Snoop Dogg is a better role model to the children than the president of the United States. That's where we're at, man. And 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 not to hate on Snoop, but he was on trial for attempted murder. So that's kind of that's where we're at. That's where we're at, y'all. That's where we're at. No, but who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that the guy that called Mexicans murderers and rapists when he announced he was running for president? Or turn out to be such a dick. Not the smartest, not the smartest president, Donald Trump, right? But really good at division, turns out. Country is divided, but what else is going on? <laughs> All right. You guys keep talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Americans are taking staycations now. <laughs> that ain't nothing new to my people. Do so you know how many cousins I have that came out here on vacation and stayed? Ten. Ten of them. There's ten of them, actually. Like, I live in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I don't know if you, the news got down here, but there was, like, these two ladies that uh, <laughs> they tried to open up a burrito stand, and then they got in trouble because they were, like, turns out they were stealing tortilla recipes and shit. Because, you know, white people always get in trouble for cultural appropriation, man. And uh, I got to keep it real again. You know what I mean? Like, Mexicans, we appropriate from American culture, too. Like, you take, for instance, our social security numbers, right? A lot of those weren't originally ours, man. 
Like, yeah, yeah, my name is Pedro. I, just, I go by Pedro Andrade on stage. That's my stage name. But uh, legally, uh, I'm Stephen Buckmiller. So, got a loan once. I got a loan once. You guys, uh, you guys find the word gringo offensive? Anyone here find the, the term gringo offensive? No? I've run into some people that do, like some white people that they don't like to be called gringo. They, don't, they find it like it's derogatory. And I always tell them, hey, I, f- I just feel like I should be able to use it because most of my life I've worked for gringos. And, of course, some of my best friends married a gringo to stay in the country. So that's how it is. <laughs> what else is going on? A lot of, lot of hatred, right? A lot of hatred in the world, bigotry, racism, all that shit. Like when Donald Trump, like, you know, he called, us mur- he called Mexicans murderous rapists. I'm Mexican, obviously, uh, but <laughs> like, like a lot of people were 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 uh, were like, "Wow, that's crazy," you know. And uh, but like for me, like I was like, "Yeah, you know, that's been going on for a while." Like as long as I can remember, uh, Mexicans have been called beaners, um, wetbacks, illegal aliens. It ain't nothing new. Shit, even the other day, my doctor called me a borderline diabetic. <laughs> Fucking racist, man. All right, what else is going on? Make Superman Mexican, why not? I better get up out of here, I think that's my time. (laughs) Have a good night. All right, keep it going for Pedro Andrede. All right. (laughs) Yeah, aliens, Trump. Do you think if aliens like came down today and they'd be like, take me to your leader, you'd be like, oh. Dude, any other time would have been better. <laughs> you want to see him? All right, uh, we're going to need a translator. And they're like, no, we speak English. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't. So, kind <laughs> of. Bad host. All right. Another amazing comic from Portland, Oregon. Give it up for Hunter Donaldson. <laughs> Okay, this show is called Rad, Real Ass Dudes, and I'm so perfect for that, you know? I really nail all the requirements. Everybody, do, Every dude on here, ass dudes, all of them. All of them ass dudes, for real. That's what I would have called the show, ass dudes for real. I'm a dude, and I'll talk about it. Um, I'm a white dude, and when you're a white dude doing stand-up comedy, In 2018, I feel what you're saying every night when you're on stage is, hey, just one more, okay? Just one more. No, just as the door is closing, just one more. Just let me in. Just let me in. Just let me in, okay? Just let me in. For old time's sake, come on. Just let me in. One more. One more. I like doing stand-up comedy, um, but I'm also out there doing the practical stuff, doing the real work for you guys. I do that. And I pulled this great one the other day, and i got to tell you about it. I went out, and I met this guy, and he was a really cool guy. We went out. We, uh, we got some dinner. We got some drinks. We connected on a lot of shit. 
anyways, we go back to his place and we are making like deep, sweet, passionate love. And I look him right in the eyes and I'm like, hey man, gotcha. Because I'm actually straight. And he was like, I don't think you are straight. And I was like, well, you're just mad because I got you. He was upset. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's just a joke. Didn't mean to hurt you. And he started to cry, and I held him on my arms, and I held him really, really close, and I could feel his breath on the nape of my neck, and he's crying, and I'm crying, and he's kissing me, and I'm kissing him, and we're crying, and, well, We fucked again. So I got him twice. <laughs> with the same joke. Honestly, tonight, I'm a little bit, you know, thrown off because I'm thinking later after this show, I'm going to go get him again. <coughs> I am meeting his parents next week. And I hope they like jokes. I hope they do. hope they do. I uh, just recently got checked for STDs. Okay. <laughs> that, that, uh, that is a fair reaction, honestly. That, that, that's fine. That's a normal reaction. Normally, the audience carries me out the door on that one, but... And I like to tell every audience, you know, you should all get checked. You know, sometimes I like to make it specific, though, you know, like... Get checked. Anyways, I was uh, I was there. I was uh, the nurse was like Hunter, really straightforward. We're gonna do a urine test and we're gonna do a blood test. And I was like, that's perfect because I piss blood. She was like, we don't even need to do the test. Should probably tell you maybe something true about me. Um, that might be something. Um, a lot of people actually don't know this, but I am a deviant, soft, sensual, slow, fast, sex master. Not a lot of people know. I've got a lot of great moves, like <laughs> I've got a lot of great sex phrases, like yeah, <laughs> and uh, like hey, are you st still into th this? 
because I'm not getting a lot of eye contact here, and I just, I need that to feel safe, and I don't, so I'm like a fuck god, I'm a big, big, nasty fuck god, the thing is, I, I, I know all the positions, missionary, and the other one? I've been every sexual orientation. I've tried them all. Gay, straight, cis, racist, um, cat person, dog person, horse girl. And I even do ghost stuff. A lot of people don't know what ghost stuff is. Ghost stuff is just like where you go to a haunted house by yourself and you sit in the dark and if you get turned on. How else would you explain that? I want to do a little improv here tonight. Um, I like to do some improv in my sets, kind of shake it up. Need a partner. How about you? This is my partner, and we're going to do improv. <laughs> yep, that's it. You're the partner. Um, what's your name, sir? Cool. You can just stay there. It's a really simple improv. I don't know if you've ever done improv before. Good. The way improv works, if you don't know, is there's this concept called yes and. Whatever happens, we just roll forward. There's no no in improv. I think that's what that means. So here we go. It's just going to be a simple scene. All you have to do is order food, okay? You ready? Give this guy a round of applause. Okay. Here we go. Hi. Um, welcome to Mutiny Radio. I'm your server. This is now a restaurant. Do you want to order any food? What would you like to order? We're out of that. We don't have any hamburgers. Do you want to order something else, maybe? We don't have that either, and I don't know what that is, and that's not a thing. Do you maybe want to order like a funny food? Okay, okay. No, stop, stop. He's ruining it. He's ruining it. He's fucking it up. I'm handing him gold over and over and over, and you're just spiking the ball right into the fucking ditch every single time. I'm going to fix this scene right now. Right now. I'm going to fix it. Here we go. Now I have a gun. Hands up. Hands up. Now give me your wallet. Yes, and. Yes, and. Give me your wallet. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I've heard a lot of excuses at this part of the show. Give me the wallet and give it to me now. Yes, and. You know what? Fuck this. Everybody get your hands up. Get your hands fucking up. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Turn the radio part off now, okay? 
This is not being broadcasted. Everybody get your fucking wallets right here. Yes and me now. It's called HunterRadio.com now. That's the new name of the whole thing. And thank you, Pam. Thank you, everybody. Good night. My name is Hunter Donaldson. What? Hunter Donaldson. Uh, his rom-com slash, it's going to be a dramedy, Fifty Shades of Gotcha, coming at you this summer. All right. Our next comic is from Boston. Give him a big hand. This is Chris Post. <laughs> I know you like that. You want to try that. It's like a flashback. Hey. Good to be here. Um, visiting from Boston. I live in a part of Boston. It's called Somerville. And um, it's a neighborhood that's been in transition. It was historically blue collar. And uh, it's gentrified in the past few years. And sometimes you see like a clash in cultures. I'll give you an example. Like the other day, I'm just walking down the street drinking a bottle of water. And like this grizzled, towny-looking guy just comes right up to me and he just goes, Hey, what's in the bottle? I was like, it's water. He goes, yeah, no shit. Water in what? I was like, nah, man, it's just water. So he called me a yuppie. All right, not everyone's on board. All right, um, if you don't know that term yuppie, it's just a slang term. All it means is young urban professional, which is cute because I'm 33 and unemployed, so. Uh, I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> 34. Um, God damn it, 35. It's, um, it's an old joke. I, um. Since I wrote that joke, I've, I've gained employment. Uh, now, uh, during the day, I, I work for a tech-based healthcare company. You guys are like, those must be some pretty clean toilets. I, uh, no one believes I'm in that line of work, you know, because I look like a Bud Light came to life. But uh, <laughs> it's not nice. I. Uh, I actually worked for my previous employer. They, like, laid me off, and then they brought me back. Which is kind of fucked up, because I wasn't really crushing it in my last position. Like, my last performance review, it just said, Chris does what's required of him. <laughs> and that's not even true. <laughs> I'm not required to steal printers. Um... So uh, I flew out here. Um, I actually didn't get a driver's license, though, until I was 28 years old, though, because I suffer from anxiety. What's up, ladies? I, um, so um, once I got into my 20s, dating got to be a little awkward, you know, because, like, I'd ask a woman out, and she'd be like, okay, are you going to pick me up? And I can't be like, no. I'm not going to pick you up. I don't have a car. I don't have a license because I suffer from anxiety. <laughs> like, that sounds weak and timid, right? So I just told him I had a DUI, you know? Because <laughs> that sounds noble, right? 
So finally, when I was 28, I was like, you know what, fuck this, I gotta get a car, you know? Cause it's sad buying coke on a bike, and uh... You guys ever have your dealer laugh at you? Like, nice helmet. So, um, for the record, I don't do cocaine anymore, so you guys can, like, shake my hand after the show or whatever. Um, yeah. It's not even an intravenous drug, so it doesn't matter. I ought to know. Um, but, uh, yeah. It got to be too intense, so I quit. Like, I remember doing cocaine in my 20s with my friends, and we would say things like, all right, let's go out to the bar, and we'll meet some women, and we'll shut the bar down, all right? Because the night's young, and the sky's the limit. I do coke in my 30s, I say things like, I'll stab my boss. (laughs) (laughs) Got it coming to him, right? (laughs) Those are my fucking printers, so, uh... It was fun, though, getting a license at 28, though, like, uh... It's like learning to hate again, and, uh... I can remember my first road rage incident, because this guy just, like, cuts me off. So I cut him off. And we just start cutting each other off back and forth, back and forth, until we're neck and neck on the road. And he just rolls down his window and starts screaming at me, verbatim! My first thought was, like, everyone I love, like, half that list won't make the cut, you know? (laughs) Not even close. And uh, my second thought was, he's going to say something racist. And I know what you guys are thinking. Chris, how could that be? You're white. I'm like, it's Boston. He'll find a way. And uh, he'll back into it. But the thing is, I grew up around there, though. And I'm used to those types of situations. And I can handle myself. But I was still new to driving, all right? I'm just trying to keep my hands at 10 and 2 o'clock and not ram into a fucking pole, okay? I didn't know what to do. So when this guy threatened to kill my whole family, I just replied, Hey, that's illegal. (laughs) Real slick. He goes, I don't give a fuck if I go to jail for the rest of my fucking life, you hear me? I was like, all right, this guy's insane, all right? So I step on the gas, and we're coming up towards an intersection. He goes, you hear me? I ain't scared of shit. I ain't scared of shit. And just then, we come to the intersection. The light turns yellow. I keep going. I look back, and he stopped at the light. I just thought, man, there's some lines you just don't cross, you know? I don't know. Um, know. Driving in Boston's a bitch. I, uh... My my car broke down in the middle of rush hour uh, a couple of weeks ago um, in the pouring rain during rush hour. And uh, what's worse is my alternator died, which means all my, the lights went out, the brake lights, everything. So I had to get out of my car during rush hour in the pouring rain and wave all the cars around me. And after a minute, a cop drives right up to me and he just goes, hey, move your car, get it out of the street. I was like, I can't, my car died. He goes, well, then put your fucking hazards on. I was like, I can't, my alternator died. My lights don't work, my brake lights don't work, nothing works. He goes, ah, well, good luck with that. (laughs) 
and he just peels out. So every car that kept driving by me just kept going, put your hazards on. So after about 20 cars, uh, it starts like building to like this crescendo, right? And the vein of my forehead starts popping in and out and in and out. And finally, after the 20th car drove past me and said, put your hazards on, I just look at him and I go, I am the fucking hazard. It all worked out. I mean, AAA showed up, you know, and I fell to my knees like Willem Dafoe in Platoon. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, thank God, I thought you guys would never come and tow my car away. And he just looks at me and he goes, put your hazards on. That needs work. Um, I don't know. You guys want to hear um, about... Uh, the most fucked up thing I ever did at a wedding or um, my ex-girlfriend cheating on me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> me too. All right. <laughs> That's the most animated I've been all night. I'm like, why would I want to talk about that again? Uh, um, I love weddings, actually. Um, I think they're really nice. Uh, it's fucked up. I actually ran into my cheating ex at a wedding, though, uh, one time, which combined my two passions in life open bars and unresolved anger, so it was nice. But it wasn't the most fucked up wedding I ever went to. A few years ago, my best friend Rob got married, and Rob and I became friends because our moms met in AA. <laughs> and that's like the most Boston friendship ever. Right? <laughs> like the only, <laughs> the only friendship more Boston than that is we fought the Wahlberg brothers, you know, like so. So because our moms met in AA, Rob and I became like teenage drinking buddies together, okay? So basically everyone at this wedding was either a practicing or recovering alcoholic, all right? So my mom hasn't had a drink in years, but sometimes like at a wedding or a social event, she'll have like a no duels, like a non-alcoholic beer to be like social. So she goes up to the bar and uh, orders one. And this guy named Greg from AA comes up to her. And Greg is what we call a dry drunk. You guys know what a dry drunk is? A dry drunk is uh, when you quit drinking but don't improve your personality. So <laughs> we all know a few. I, I call them my uncles, but uh, yeah. Um, so he goes up to my mom and he's like, hey, if you're just going to have no duels, why don't you save yourself some time and uh, switch right to vodka, make things easier. And I just lost it, you know, because no one should talk to my mom like that. She's been through enough. So I went up to this guy in front of the whole wedding, like I'm in front of all of you right now. And I just go to him, I'm like, if you ever disrespect my mom like that again, I will fucking end you. You got that, Chief? I will fucking end you. And my friend Rob starts laughing right in my face. And I was like, why is that so funny? And he just looks at me and he goes, dude, that's from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> That's Robin Williams. <laughs> you guys ever been so mad? You're like, I'm shooting from the hip. It turns out, nope, I stole it. So, <laughs> hey, you guys have been a lot of fun. I'm going to give it back. All right, Chris Post, making your life seem better for 33, 34, 35 years. Thanks, dude. All right.
Let's give it up for the performers so far, some real ass dudes. Been a rad show. We got one more for you. He has gorgeous hair, take a look. He's a Portland treasure, Ben Harkins. How's it going guys? Pretty good. All right, I got one great. That's good. Uh, I'm not allowed to sell my sperm. That's just a, that's a policy that they have. Uh, if you have red hair, you can't sell your sperm. They put it on the website now. Like, uh, I hadn't seen that, and uh, I went up to, uh, here's the thing, man. Like, you walk up to the, th this is how they look at you when you walk up to the, the sperm bank. They don't even want you on the parking lot. They're just like, we're good. Keep it moving. Here's the thing, like, I'm, I don't just have, like, red hair. Like, I'm left-handed. I'm, uh, I have, uh, I, I don't know if you guys can, uh, the lighting's pretty good in here. These are actually storm cloud gray. That is a very, uh, it's more rare than blue eyes. Double jointed in both shoulders. I'm immune to poison ivy. Like, I am, like, a Noah's Ark of recessive genetic shit. Like, you can't, you cannot get these features anywhere else. Like, I figure my sperm should be worth, like, $60. I asked them, like, so why don't you want any, like, why don't you take, like, redheaded sperm? And they're just like, nobody wants to have redheaded kids. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, that's not true. <laughs> because uh, my mom wanted to have a redhead. And have you ever, like, been in a position where you're saying something out loud for the first time, and as you're saying it, you're also learning that you're wrong? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, really, who, yeah, what kind of son do you want? You want a... someone who's going to bitch every time you go to the beach? Is that what we're... Maybe he'll get really into Sean White because there's no one else. Nobody wanted this. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Guys, what do you think is going to happen in, like, the, the future? It's crazy, right? Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. Like, that's why it's the future or something. Like, that's it. Like, there's one thing, like... The future is going to be, like, all about, like, robots that fuck people. Like, we're going to have, we already have, like, primitive, shitty robots that fuck people. And, like, do you guys remember how cell phones used to be? Like, every 80s movie, it's like, oh, look at this asshole on his cell phone. What, you need to, you need to talk to people all the time? Like, that's the way we're going to be looking at these Japanese kids with the VR things and the body pillows. Like, it's going to... We're not just going to have robots that fuck you. We're going to have robots that get you. These things are going to be like, hey, I saw that you ordered that on Amazon. Uh, maybe you'd also like it if I ate your ass out in the car later. Like, just opening up... Opening up these doors that can't be closed. It's just. 
Here's the thing, like there's no, it's the Wild West right now, this field of robotics. This shit is, this, within your lifetime, people more important than me have to talk about this. Like it's, like what, does anybody know, like what's the first law of robots that fuck people? Do we have one? We need one. We need a place to start. Like, we need... I swear to God, we are two years away from people in the Supreme Court and people just be like, you have to fucking say something. But <laughs> none of us want to talk about this, so you have to s you have to do something. Like, And just, we're going to have Supreme Court justices just like, all right, uh, so how short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? Let's just start with that one. How short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? It's like, here's the thing, like, I want to have that future where it's like some hot robot Peter Dinklage is going to come up to me in a bar. He's just sponsored by Marlboro Cigarettes and Budweiser. Just spray painted on his chest. He's like, hey, would you like some coupons? Also, if you swipe your card behind my ear, maybe I can eat your ass out in the car later. Just... <laughs> Like, that is the future that I want to live in. That's th that's the America. That's my America, you know? But, like, in the eyes of the law, where do you draw the line between the sexy robot Peter Dinklage and, like, a sexy robot E.T.? And, like, his throat vibrates and his heart glows and he calls you Elliot and finger lights up, shoves it up your ass and just illuminates your ball sack like a paper lantern like like that should also that should be legal too like that's that's funny, that's weird that's creative nostalgic it's good, we should have that like but in the eyes of the law like where do you draw the line between like the sexy robot E.T. and like a sexy robot Boy Scout and he's like, hi, uh, my name is Noah, please stop and I can't find my parents, wink. Like, like this might be a pretty popular opinion, uh, but I think that one's over the line. You know, like that, we shouldn't have that one. Like that's my favorite law. That's the that's a if they were like, hey, we got too many laws. It's confusing. Uh, we're getting rid of all the laws. We can only keep one of them. Uh, ben Harkins, what do you think we should keep up that one? Keep that one. You know. Mm. You know what always gets my dick hard is uh, is the uh, the music of Stephen Foster. Uh. So those of you who don't know, uh, Stephen Foster is a like an 1800s composer from uh, Pittsburgh. He wrote uh, Swanee River and uh, Camp Town Races. Uh, you know that one? Camp Town Races. Sing this song. Duda, duda. That used to be like the best 
song. That was the best we could do was like Duda, Duda. People lost their shit over that song because they'd never ever heard music like that before in their entire life. They were just like, holy fucking shit, he's a man possessed. Duda, Duda. Like that was a popular song on the West Coast and the East Coast before radio, before anything. Like that was, we had one train and people used to fuck to that song. Like that is how that worked. When Camptown Races first dropped, like that is when people in this country learned that you can choke each other when you fucked. Like that is. Uh, so I, I've been thinking a lot about that guy who uh, shot Reagan. Uh, his name was, uh, you know, because I'm 30. You know, like that's what's on the mind of concerned young people today is that guy who shot Reagan. Uh, his name was uh, John Hinckley Jr. And allegedly the uh, reason that he shot Ronald Reagan is because he was deeply in love with uh, the actress, the uh, lovely and talented Jodie Foster. It's a popular... Everybody knows that, right? That's common knowledge. Yeah. I'm like, I just think that's, like, terribly romantic that he would do that for her. Like, because, like, I don't know. Like, all the guys in the room, we've probably done some embarrassing shit to, like, try to introduce yourself to that special someone. You know, you you do something corny. You know, you write a love letter. You know, you write a poem. Learn a favorite cheesy song on guitar, steal her boyfriend's motorcycle, jump it over a creek in Allentown, Pennsylvania. These are all things that every one of us has, has done in the name of, like, catching the eye of that special someone. I think, like, most, uh, most of the people in this room would probably draw the line at, like, regular acts of treason. Like, like killing the president is the most illegal thing. Like... Nobody's ever going to love you like that. Like, that is dedication. He didn't even say, like, hi, my name is John. Uh, I like your movies. He just said, I'm going to kill the most unkillable man on the planet, the last remaining superpower, Ronald Reagan, for you, Jody. Yeah, okay, uh, okay, I get it. You guys are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy, but, like, okay, I'll meet you halfway on this. That's crazy. It's crazy to try to assassinate, like, a world leader to introduce yourself to an actress who's gay. Like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. But, like, isn't love supposed to be, like, a little bit crazy, you know? <laughs> guys, you've been so cool. Thank you very much. All right, thank you for coming out, for tuning in online. Check out the rest of the festival for the next few days. Have a great night. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? 
Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get like old tequila. I smelled like old tequila and French fries. Mm. So mm. I, I do recall running into the closet, crying, and I was singing a Bjork song. Oh wow! <laughs> and wow. My my friend Michael Drummond, who I'm still friends with to this very day, comes in the closet with me, who is gay. Oh, <laughs> uh, came in the closet with you. He came you. in the closet with me, and I was crying, and he's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nobody likes me. I don't understand what I did. No one, I'm just so fucking Degrassi Junior High crying." Right moment that was tequila tequila, tequila mess uh, 1998 flash forward we'll go to 2001 i um didn't I had, learn your lesson i didn't did not learn well the this lesson. one is an accident oh okay so this one i um i'm at a friend's uh, party in st louis still and uh guy i was messing around with he was older than me i was uh 18 19 at the time and he was like 37 38 Whoa. yeah and I, I was still a virgin. Um, so we're at this party, we're drinking it. At, my, at the time, I was like, I liked Malibu and pineapple juice. Sure, yeah. yeah. Coconut um, rum and pineapple, classic combination.
got some cars I can handle, but nowhere for performance. My stomach ain't me and yelling. I need some food I can order, but I hate eating solo. Need some more we can order and parking lots at sunsets at the border. Yeah, ringy dingy dong. I can't be alone. I've been starting to feel like I don't know anyone. So now I'm staying at my ceiling, fucking going. over we got some tickets
I got a hundred G's, I'ma go, y'all. 
My diamonds don't shine when the lights dark. You and I take a ride down the boulevard. And your friends really wanna break us apart. Good Lord. Good gracious. Staring at my diamond while I'm hopping out of spaceships. Need your information, take vacation to Malaysia. You my baby, the paparazzi flashing crazy. She swallowed the bottle while I sit back and smoke gelato. Walk in my mansion, 20,000 painting Picasso. Bitch, be dipping, dabbing with niggas like a nacho. Took up a pen and diamond dancing like Rick Ricardo. She having it with the color working on the bachelor. I know you got a pass, I got a pass that's in the back of us. Average, I'ma make a million on the average. I'm riding with no brain, bitch, I'm out of it. You Desperate as hell, cellular not amusing, and I hope.
well. Messes me with some plans that are amusing as well. Cause I haven't seen the exit of these walls since my flower this morning. Got some cars I can handle, but nowhere for performance. My stomach ain't being yelling. I need some food I can order, but I hate eating solo. Need some more we can order and parking lots at sunsets at the border. Yeah. I can't be alone. I've been starting to feel like I don't know anyone. So now I'm staying at my cell and fucking going. I ain't knowing no idea where I'm going. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Good evening there, my friends here at Mutiny Radio. God, Evan. 
Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies on the way. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comedy, it's a great showcase. They have a fun time at Pamtastic, deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for about five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars—I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak you like. And all you got to do is just go to podcastits.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Your host, Pam Benjamin, brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the ocean. And what's better than the universe? Huh, it's our cash clock, honey.
you want to be a comic, it's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Train those improv muscles every Sunday from 4 to 6 at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with 4-minute sets and 4-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9 with New Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest hosts and more thesis. Pew, pew, pew. More open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Buddy. There it is. You're listening to Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse every Friday here. Thank you here for listening. We're going to finish up with the happy hour open mic, and then we're going to get into a hell hat. It's going to be great tonight. I have a lot of gifts for the audience. They are 420 friendly. I made gummy bears today with Ooh. weed in them. So I know what. So, like, figure out what we're talking about in the... Uh, Every hell hat basket has a theme, and if you figure out the theme, you get gummies. You just got to yell them out. But we're going to finish out the happy hour with Easter Fun Basket with your special host, Evelyn Erie Diamond. Give it up. Yay! All right. That was Pam Benjamin. She is a fucking badass. We love her. Um, all right, you guys, give it up for your next comedian, Mr. Xavier Compost. San Francisco, what's up? You guys look really, really good. I love you guys. I actually think you guys can make it work.
stop when I saw no leaving, but I got some people called and were like, oh, no, you got to wait it out a little bit longer. Yeah, we as a group decided once the hair has died, so has the memory of you, right? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's actually for, uh, it's for the better. I was in a really bad relationship. Uh, I hated getting in fights, right? Uh, we like to fight in a relationship. I don't know if you guys have seen Um, it was like I was getting in a fight with a magician or something, right? It was like, as you can see, there's nothing in my hand. And then, ta-da, something to fight about out of thin air, guys. Out of nowhere at all. I was, like, amazed, you know, in the back of my mind. Like, like I'd be engaging in the fight in the back of my mind. It'd be like, how did she do that, right? And I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, this. They grab something out of there. Their nails, it's like... <laughs> no, um, like, uh, living in the Bay is crazy, man. I'm actually from Southern California. I don't know if you could tell. Like, that's why his voice sounds like that, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, this guy's really committing his life to a horrible matching guitar. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> hey, got any gear? You see what I mean? This is just my life. This is just what I'm working with. You know, the other day I got into an Uber up here. And um, it had signs all over the inside of it, and it said vocal fry, and it had a big circle and an X through it. What I wish I would have said was, oh, boy, you're about to be in for it. Instead, I got in there, and I was like, what up? <laughs> he immediately looked at me like he just wanted to kill me. And um, what I should have said was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But instead, I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, no friends. <laughs> It's no, it's okay. I'm getting this one guy in the corner, and I'm loving him for it. Living in San Francisco is really, really strange, though. I will say that we have the most fit, older people. I, I've lived all over California. The most fit, older people I've seen all through the city. Like, every time I see an older person about to cross the street, I got to ask them about the fact that they fuck up the hundred dollar gas. Right? I don't know if you guys seen it. And they just cross the street. It's never anything suspicious. They just cross the street. You know, I'm, I'm new up here, right? I, I just moved here from last year. You know, what do you think about it? Like, I'm just like, all right. It's like your bedroom slash kitchen slash bathroom. <laughs> you know, um, I had my first place up here. There was this little, like, this gap between the two walls. And they just stuck a bunch of stuff in there. And I was like, oh, like, um, that acted as a space. 
<laughs> you know, I think the hardest part about sharing our faith is asking for really passive aggressive. I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to share my faith how long it is. Go by and he comes up to me and he's like, hey, you're I don't know if you know this, but I actually got an old soul. I'm like, yeah, it really has. And he's like, go in there and repent of the things. And this got me so, so mad. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but I'm Mexican. So this really struck a nerve with me. I was like, do your thing. What does that mean? And I'm like, I'm working out just exactly what I'm going to there's a little envelope and he just like and then I'm looking at the envelope and looking at the money I open up the envelope I see it's like $5. so I'm getting really really angry I'm working out just the money I have no idea what it is guys I just picked up the Clorox and I started cleaning the bathroom thank you so much you guys are a lot of fun our last comedian for the night. Um, this has been really fun, you guys. Thank you so much. Um, you guys have been great. Uh, okay, you guys ready for him? All right, give it up for Mr. Jason Mack. Thanks for uh, having me on. I kind of walked in a little late. I appreciate it. Um, I haven't been on stage in a while. Wow, this is awesome. Uh, getting older is a bitch, though. I, I, I noticed that I had band-aid on my, my ear, but I noticed I had kept, it wasn't healing, and it kept bleeding, and so I made an appointment with Kaiser, and today they sent me to the dermatologist, and this young girl comes in, and I had to, uh, you know, put a traditional smock on, you know, take your, all your clothes off, because she's going to, you know, inspect you from head to toe, and, and I don't know how many of you have been to the doctor as a man, it's one of those, it's those fearful things to have, like, some random lady that she's going to inspect my body, and she starts going, you know, looking at my head really closely. She's got to be 35 years old, attractive. At the same time, this even makes it worse. And she's going down my back, and she sees some spots. And she's like, oh, my God, those are And I go, do I have anything that you know, looks out of place or anyth anything strange? And she's like, no, no, you just have some of these wisdom spots. And the first thing I'm like, wisdom spots? My ass, like, what are those really? She's like, aging spots. Those are aging spots. She's like, yeah, but we try and be PC about it. Um, but the, the part that is she's inspecting and getting lower and lower, and I have the smock being pulled down lower and lower uh, and getting closer and closer to an area, and I'm thinking to myself, no, please don't let her have to inspect that area. Tell me she's going to pass over my nether regions down here. And, of course, she pulls up the smock, and the first thing I want to say is, like, hey, hey, don't worry. I, I, I'm really – I'm not a shower. I'm a grower. I'm not a shower. I swear to God. Um, but that, that was awkward in that moment. Um, but I figure, like, that's the worst it can get. Like, you know, you figure you go out and the only time you see somebody naked is generally if you've been in a relationship or you have a one-night stand. And in this case, I figured it was, it was as bad as it possibly going to get. And I, I mean, okay, whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, but it's, it's crazy getting old, older here in the city. Like, I just recently broke up with my girlfriend, and I have some, some buddies that, uh, some younger friends, like, dude, dude, you got to get out. And, like, you know. And there's a, the cougar scene, and I was like, dude, you can get out. Just get back out there. And I started thinking. I'm like, at my age, like, my cougars are, like, 75 years old. <laughs> I'm like, what a dick. Like, this guy, this guy, his cougars are, are getting him. He's getting, like, iPhones and Nanos. I'm getting government savings bonds and silver dollars at this point. You know, 
your long supply of Werther's candy. That's fucking great. Um, but also my friends, I feel like I'm one of the last Mohicans. And most of my friends have gotten married. They moved to the East Bay. They're all in the suburbs. They're having children. And I get these random calls from buddies of mine. And it's like, dude, I'm in the city. Dude, I'm in the fucking city. I'm in the city. And I'm always like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm doing my thing. I'm sitting on my couch eating some Ben and Jerry's, you know, watching the Discovery Channel. Like, no, you got to come out. We're going to the strip joints. It's going to be amazing. And, like, I don't care. The strip joints are down the street. I see them all the time. Like, no, check this out. We have free entrance passes to this place. And the women are completely nude, and you can touch them. I'm always like, what time you picking me up? But it's not like I go to their town. I don't go to their fucking town. I'm like, dude, I'm in fucking Pleasanton. I'm in fucking Pleasanton. Yeah, get your kids. We're going to the Costco. The little Filipino lady who serves the free samples is fully clothed, and you can touch her. Afterward, we'll go to Applebee's in the park. I'll push your kid on the fucking swing. We'll be in bed by 9. Um... What else? Uh, I work with like a, a, a mixed group of people, but a lot of younger people uh, at a tech company, go fucking figure. And this guy who's roughly my age, I started growing my, like just wasn't shaving or anything. And he's like, kept saying to me like throughout the, he's like, dude, what are you a hipster now? What are you a fucking hipster? I kept like, no dude, just fucking I didn't shave. He's like, kept nagging at me. And finally I'm like, listen, just shut up, man. I got, I got a fucking cold sore. And he's like, Jason has herpes. Jason has herpes. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I'm a hipster. What? Um, yeah, so the Me Too campaign thing is, is, is huge. And um, I did my part the other night. There was this young girl walking home, and I stopped following her. 